Trek, where dad and daughter talk Trek. I'm your host, Bridget Kelly. And I'm Simon Pegg. Uh, Scotty was not in this episode. Uh, uh, it, it's a segue. It's a segue. We'll you know what it is? You know what it is? It's a dad joke that falls flat every time. <laughs> and if anyone disagrees with me, write say underscore hi at talkingtrek.gmail or at gmail.com. Here's the thing. Dad jokes always fall flat. That's, that's why, why they're dad jokes. That's why jokes. And that's why we make them, because they fall flat. So, well, you know. well, speaking of dads, uh, this this is a very special Talking Trek episode, because how special is it? It's so special. We have a brother slash son in the uh, in the studio today. Uh, everyone, give a warm welcome to uh, the Chicago game developer Gerald Kelly. Hello, hello. Welcome, Jerry. How you doing? Doing pretty well. I've got my Manhattan because I'm in Chicago. You're drinking. That... You're drinking a Manhattan. I am drinking a Manhattan. It's a delicious wait, drink. Wait, is it? It's bourbon and maraschino cherries. What is it? Uh, it's actually rye, uh, rye whiskey, vermouth, uh, bitters, cherries. Yeah, maraschino cherries. That's pretty much it. Okay. Okay. So just like next door neighbors with an old fashioned. Uh yeah yeah something like okay. that. All right all right. I'm not really I don't know what an old fashioned is. It's an old fashioned. Because I I'm I'm it's such old- a mythologist <laughs> that I know one drink. Well that's great. That's great. Well uh happy uh May the fourth you two. Yeah. Fourth be with you too. May the fourth be with is you. It, is this a special day? It's a special it's day. Is, is it? it day. What's 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 so special about that? <laughs> We're talking about Star Trek here. My Star Wars T-shirt. Well, at least it's not a Cubs shirt. I guess I'm wearing my Star my Star Wars plaid because reasons. (laughs) Hashtag reasons. Hashtag reasons. Uh, Yeah, I I asked Jerry if when he said that he could record Friday, I was like, uh oh, is it blasphemy to record a Star Trek podcast on Star Wars Day? No, I don't know. Yeah, it makes it more fun that way. That way, people can get angry at us, and yes. the internet—the internet is fueled off of anger. Well, that's, that's that's true. That's basically why we do this podcast. That's yes, yeah. uh, that's really why you want to post anything to the internet is to make sure because then you know you're getting a reaction out of something. <laughs> Email your complaints at say underscore hi at talking this. <laughs> Email your complaints at not me at talking trek at talkingtrek.com. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is a no troll zone. Okay. <laughs> yes, dad is very af- afraid of trolls. Yes. Okay, so here's the thing, guys. I'm going to explain the reason why it's okay to do a talking trek podcast on May the 4th, Star Wars Day. Ooh, why do you think so? Well, uh, it's also International Outer Space Day. Oh, really? Uh, was, that, was that pre or post the, the May the 4th thing? Um, I think it was pre-May the 4th, because we've been interested in outer space for a very long time. Yeah, but why May 4th? Quite a coincidence, don't you think? Uh, yeah, I don't know why May 4th. I didn't look that put much of it up. Although it's also National No Pants Day. 
Oh. Well, that's that's awkward. <laughs> yeah, it's really hot in LA today, so I thought about not wearing pants, but then I was like, that's just weird. That is yeah. weird. To do I a mean, podcast with my family. So I, didn't, I mean, I didn't want to say anything. I didn't want to point it out, especially since we're all on camera right now. But you know. <laughs> Who That's knows what's going on under the up. camera? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, people, at work, people at work suggested that uh, uh, I would probably be doing this podcast uh, drinking beer in my underpants. <laughs> but I, you were correct. I assure you, I have my uh, cubbies comfy shorts on <laughs> comfy shorts <laughs> so I, I will not ask questions I am not drinking beer in my underpants not gonna go the TMI that's my standard joke at work when people say what are you gonna do this weekend well I plan on sitting around drinking beer in my underpants <laughs> <laughs> and then HR has to come over. <laughs> yeah. We have a long conversation about underpants. Uh, underpants is a good word, though. I like that word. It, there was a there was a captain of underpants. Captain, yeah, captain underpants. That's right. That's right. It's a it's a it is a fifth grader word, and I like fifth grade words. So, that's hey, Dad. Also, just a little, just a hint, classier. <laughs> just a hint, though. <laughs> I'm wearing my underpants. Yeah, there you go. I don't know. I tried. I tried to class uh, it. Up. That was pretty successful. <laughs> Did you class it up? So yeah. Pretty classy to me. Hey, Dad, what episode of Talking Trek are we doing this week? Mm. We've come to view the tapestries. <laughs> the tapestries? <laughs> the tapestries. <laughs> yes, doing? this is a castle. And yes, we have many tapestries. tapestries. <laughs> but if you are Scottish law, then I am Mickey Mouse. Nobody wanted to join me on that one. <laughs> I was all by myself. You got down. You got I, down. You left well, me down. hanging. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure anybody listening can tell that we rehearsed this. I, I was all I, by myself. Join me. Where did you go? I did, people at home don't know, but I did the join me signal with my hands. Oh, yeah, I wasn't paying attention. Oh, I know. I was looking for the yes and signal. I was yes, well, you did not yes and. No. If, you, if you want to have people go in on unison when we're in the studio with all the audio lag, that's probably not a good idea. <laughs> There's that. Nah, we're good. Oh, so, yeah, so we are doing uh, Star Trek Next Generation. Season six, episode fifteen. Wow, you didn't have to look it up, or <laughs> IMDb. <laughs> yeah, IMDb and Netflix sometimes differ. That's what Talking Trek has found out. That's what Talking Trek is all about. It's whenever the first episode is a two-parter. That's when they differ. Well, yeah, and the other thing is we're learning things. Well, you're, and Jerry, you need to learn that Talk and Trek is all about accuracy. And oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We are all about facts and accuracy. Every, every time that I listen to one of these episodes, I'm right there double-checking everything. You guys are <laughs> spot on. Absolutely spot on. Especially when you contradict yourself. Then, like, I just see it changing in front of my eyes. We would never. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's Wikipedia for you. <laughs> you listen to one of our episodes? I've listened to all of your episodes. I am a dedicated fan. Wow. 
Wow, your oh. brother is a listener. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's usually usually when I'm on an elliptical or um, <laughs> killing myself with planks. Oh yeah, way to yeah. go, Jer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, after after tearing my my quadriceps up last uh, last winter, I gotta take better care of myself. <laughs> Not to bring it down or anything. <laughs> No, we're getting to the audience is getting to know you as a person. Getting the real me. Yeah, we don't want no fake Jerry. We want a yeah. real one. Unvarnished. Exactly. We're all about the real here at Talking Trek. So. Yeah, real uh, like uh, these <laughs> real. It's nobody cares, Dad. It's fine. <laughs> Real, real like the, the menagerie that we're hearing in the background. <laughs> it's just a little Klingon. <laughs> Get it? Worf. 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 Oh, God. <laughs> and you said my joke was that was... Well, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, I guess. I guess. Um, so, Jerry, you said you've seen this episode a few times in your life. What was it like going back and rewatching the episode? Oh, it was like seeing an old friend. I uh, love this episode. Yeah. It's, it's like, yes, it, when I when I was like, oh, yeah, I'll do an episode, and then I, I immediately assumed that I was going to pick it, which is foolish. But... <laughs> But you guys sure picked a really is. good one because I've I've always really liked this episode. Yay! So. Good. Uh, Dad, do you want to give a thirty second synopsis? Thirty second synopsis of this episode. Uh, you yeah. gonna time me? Yep. Okay. And go. Okay. Well, uh, let me let me think. This is this has got Picard in it, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's pronounced P card. John Luck Pickard is in. Don't get to the punchline too quickly. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wait, but I just I have to say that like when we the second I heard that I I was like oh my gosh I remember hearing that line when we were kids and oh, being on the floor line. laughing. We that love that so line funny. so much. You're, you're eating into my thirty seconds. Well, you brought it up. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, time's up. Sorry. <laughs> well, basically, Picard gets killed at the beginning of the episode. He gets <laughs> shot. He gets shot with great tar- Star Trek speak. A compressed carrion beam. Yeah. Right. Who are these right. carrions? Right. What the heck is a carrion? But they <laughs> and I like that. <laughs> uh, secondly, uh, now he's in the afterlife and he sees this this vague person far away in a very big white area. Everything's white. And it turns out. What could it possibly be? It turns out it's Q. And Q says, yes. Picard, you're dead, and I'm God. <laughs> so Picard, you know, uh, rejects the notion that Q is God, and go, they go. Uh, may I may I interject really quick okay. with a Picard? Yeah, talk? see, it's not easy to do a thirty second synopsis. Is <laughs> I'm trying to do a thirty second synopsis. Well, you're coming up with stuff that we want to talk about. <laughs> okay, Picard quote. Picard quote. Picard quote. 
Yes. It's I refuse to believe the afterlife is run by you. The universe <laughs> is not so badly designed. Yeah, that's really good. The card is all about intelligence. That's design. really good. Which, by the way, when Q when Q says that he's God, I f- uh, immediately saw that like Michael Scott GIF uh, meme of him going, of Michael Scott going, no, please God, no, no, no. <laughs> okay, yeah, pretty much. Uh, and so basically, they're they're talking, they're talking. Uh, he says he has regrets in his life, and uh, Q says, well, I'll send you back to a point where you can relive something. Oh, so he picked a time in his life that he could go back to. Right, because he had a regret yeah. about something that he did. And basically, it involves why he died, because he had an artificial heart, and it goes back to the time where he had a fight with some Nausicans, and he gets stabbed in the heart. And hilarity ensues. Right. Wait. Oh, it's very so hilarious. Did okay. This is season six of the Next Generation. Did they really never bring up that he had a, an artificial heart this whole time? Oh, oh no, they, oh, no, they, they did. Did they? Go ahead. When? I, I mean, I don't know when. If you if you got if you got the stats on that, then go. I do have the stats on it. I have the stats. Do you? Because I looked it up and it said the uh, Picard's artificial heart is in tapestry. Yes, but it's also in uh, uh, an episode in the second season where he has to go get his heart replaced because it's faulty. Oh, that's right. And that's really? with uh, Dr. Pulaski, right? Yeah, and Pulaski shows up. She's the one that's doing the surgery. And uh, I, I started skimming season two recently. Uh, she so. said, and, and uh, uh, Wesley says she'll never get out of surgery alive <laughs> she'll never survive her surgery <laughs> I, I don't think i don't think that's a direct quote from wesley crusher <laughs> uh, you know what it's from that sounds that sounds like a pretty delirious quote hey hit it home he hit it home speaking of uh Speaking of 80s movies, um, this I, I was reminded of Mr. Destiny a lot while watching this. Because in Mr. Destiny, the bl- other Belushi, not to, not John, so Jim. Jim Belushi, you know, gets to go back and change his life. Or, like, what if his life, what if he hit that home run or whatever. Right. But then he ends up at the, spoilers, you know, he ends up at the end of the movie being like, no, I really, I want to go back to my life. I love my wife. Like, that, I wish that I went back and didn't hit that home run now, you know? So that was uh, a lot like this Next Generation episode, I thought. Yeah, you know, it's, a, it's Next Generation episode. It's uh, it's a wonderful life. Yeah, ah, that's sure, what I was thinking sure, of. Sure. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's a wonderful life. He went back and saw what life would like be like without him. Oh, okay. So I guess that's kind similar. Of, kind of similar. Kind of. John Luke got so I John mean, Luke. Uh, yes. Yeah, so he 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 changed this event in his life, and there, it completely changed his own trajectory. So to the point where he was not captain of the Enterprise anymore. So I guess that is in a way like seeing your life, you know, without you. He had a real heart at the end. 
but he had a real heart. But he had if a real heart. He, 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 he had, had a heart. A, he had a biological heart, but he didn't have have his soul. He didn't have the heart. Yeah. The heart of a captain. No, he didn't. A mechanical beating heart of a captain. <laughs> well, okay, here's a question that you guys can answer for me. He didn't have heart. Sorry, go on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can whoa, whoa. this question for me. Here. So... Um, now from my perspective, I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about, cause you know, you guys are younger than me and going really? back, well, yeah, you're my kids, but, <laughs> oh, but going back to a place in your life to change things and now your life is different. You know, I don't know if you have the same perspective, but you can't have the same perspective that I have. Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, because of just because of years. Sure. It's not the years, it's the mileage. Well, I don't I don't know if you guys knew this, but Indiana I, Jones number two. <laughs> I actually came in contact with, with an omniscient yeah, you're alien right. being. Sorry. It took me a second. <laughs> Sorry. I came in contact with an omniscient being. It must have been your mother. <laughs> no, no, no. And and it was a guy that that called himself uh uh S. I don't know why, um, but he he sent my consciousness uh, back in into what was it like 1992, and I relived the same 10 minutes for about 35 years. Wow! I mean, you could call that experience. Yeah, you could, you could but we won't. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. So um, I do want to ask both of you a question, though, and the question is this. Picard got to, okay, we're skipping, 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 la, 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 la. We go to the end of the episode, and Picard, yeah, well, he changed He changed that moment. He didn't have the fight with the Nausicaan. Right. He has, a, he has a real heart, and he winds up on the Enterprise, but he is just, he's a lieutenant junior grade. He's not the captain anymore. He's an astrophysicist. Yeah, he's an astrophysics, <laughs> and... And, uh, and and the like. And here's the thing. Number one, he is on the Enterprise. Right, that's cool. Flagship, flagship, so that, you know. He still did pretty good. He's yeah. doing pretty good. Yeah. He's not the captain, but he is on the Enterprise, and therefore he's got a little, you know, a little uh, props there. But here's the thing. Um, what What creates a success in your life? Exactly what is it? It, 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 do we all have to be the captain? Uh, we all need lots of money. Well, <laughs> money is money's out of the question in in the in Star Trek. Well, yeah. then everybody is failing horribly. <laughs> it's no, all, this no, is not except, the 21st century. This except for the people, uh, the the officers on Deep Space Nine who they know what really goes around, and so that's why they're down at Quark's cleaning up on Latinum all the time. <laughs> well, there is that. Okay, there is that. But here's the thing. No, I, I, wanna, I do want to know, get your, get your viewpoint. Do you, do you, are you guys uh, worried about, you know, when you hit my age, uh, if you're not captain of the Enterprise— Will you will you consider your life a failure, or or is there something else that you can cling to? I guess I'm asking is what I'm asking is uh, where what can I cling to to say, hey, I'm not I'm not a total total failure. You know you know you know where I'm going. But, okay, well it's I think it it depends on you knowing yourself 
you knowing what you're capable of, you knowing what you love. And that's the thing is that Picard had experienced a life where he knew he was capable of being a captain. He knew he was meant to be the captain. He loved being the captain. So it, it, I think from his point of view, anything else is... And he is like, no, this is not what I'm supposed to be doing. Uh, this is wrong. I don't think that he thought himself a failure, but or or that we should think of ourselves as failures. But this was something that, like, he knew that that was what he was meant to do. But his complaint about that guy was that he was bereft of passion and imagination. Okay, well, there you go. You're, you can do anything in life if you have those things. But that guy did not. Up until that point. The, 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 one, of the, one of the interesting questions about that moment in the episode is whether or not Picard would keep his memories from his former life. Oh, apparently he did. He did for the for the time being until until if say Q would be like, "All right, you you good with this? All right, we're good with this." And then he would just like snap his fingers and wipe out yeah, probably. his previous life so that he could more fully live as that person. That's a possibility. Deus ex machina. That's what that is. If they if he did that, yeah. 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 You know, I'm thinking it would probably be a little more organic than that. It was, you know, uh-huh. he would he would decide that hey, this is my life now, so now I have to live it. Uh, so, so if I may, if I may, just jump in with with one another another aspect of of this situation. Um, it, it yes, I think I think part of it was uh, Picard was disappointed in sort of like his alternate self uh some of it was not being in a position of of like genuine uh um power that he could that he could actually do anything um and then there is also the spider-man thing where great power comes great responsibility he knows he's so capable that like when bad things go down on the enterprise and they regularly do it would drive him crazy not being able to jump in and help out because he is like one of the lowest ranking because like i believe lieutenant junior grade is just one step above ensign so he would be he would be like so powerless in almost any situation that the enterprise would get themselves into that didn't involve running astrophysics readings from one department to the next um which is which is also a useless job because they could just email them to each other i think the email server might have been down at the time yeah 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 or, or it's just too much data they need it on a pad uh, they have, carry what? no they have one data <laughs> you never have too much data that's true this, this episode didn't have a lot of data no, no I thought about that too. I was like, I wonder if like Will Frakes and everybody were just like, or Jonathan Frakes, ha, Will Frakes, uh, we're just like, all right, cool. We we finally have a week off, guys. Like, let's go to the beach, you know? Or or were they? Was everyone else like, no, no, no? You got to work on the next episode. Okay, you'll be in uh, Studio much. B. We'll be in C. All right. I mean, they they got a lot of a lot of stuff to churn through in a year. Well, that's what that's what. Patrick Stewart said on the Nerdist was he was like, oh, if we'd got done shooting at 4 p.m., 
no, we didn't get to go home. We went right into the table read for the next episode, yep. and we weren't done until whatever o'clock. So. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna check to see if uh, Frakes directed this one, but it was Les Landau. Oh, good job, Les. Or was is it Landru? Might be. Landau. <laughs> Good job, Les. Uh, you, you are not less. You are more. <laughs> Taking yeah. it back. Taking it back. Les Landau. You know, I always wondered if he was uh, related to Martin Landau, but I never looked that up until how, now. How many times do you think in his life he heard the bad joke of less is more? <laughs> it, it, I like it's it's one of those things that you wonder does it drive him crazy or is he so resigned to the fact that he's going to hear that for the rest of his life that he's just like oh whatever yeah I think uh, uh, well, his, you figure it out quick <laughs> biography doesn't really tell me much um, so anyway we digress um, what well, yeah I, I well we do digress a lot of <laughs> what be, be prepared Jerry be prepared yeah, sorry this is kind of turning okay. into a Kelly hangout well, right now. <laughs> well this is this is what I okay this is what I want to talk about do we think that this really happened did Q really come in and make this happen or was Picard dreaming the whole time I'm pretty sure it was still Q and I'm pretty sure it was it was all an illusion yeah he just that, put an illusion in Picard's brain he has the yeah, power to do that especially especially if I may have one scene uh, as an argument for that and that's when it's basically just after he gets sent to the past supposedly he gets smacked in the face he briefly converses with his two friends from back in those days and they're like what happened to you you must be super disoriented from getting smacked in the face by a potential uh date that dame. you know a dame <laughs> but like a little honey <laughs> but like and so they leave and then q Hi. arrives in a captain's uniform and is very shocked and chagrined when picard does not give him his due diligence uh, and respect uh, that the pips on his collar would would demand but like <laughs> q q then when picard said i am not going if this is real i am not going to do anything to change the past because it would have butterfly effects everywhere q gets so mad that he just like smashes a bunch of like chess pieces all across the room yeah and it's, it's essentially saying you're no fun yeah so, like, that's very that's a very impetuous Q moment. That that is very much like the I'm Q and I'm just messing with you because I want to see what you do. Yeah, kind of situation. But it doesn't mean that it's a dream. It still could be real. It could be. Yeah. And you know, uh, Stephen Hawking just recently, uh, posthumously, uh, published a, a book on multiverses. My favorite verses. Yeah. Say what? Uh, well, uh, there's there's a theory that there's an intimate, intimate, infinite well, number of universes mm -hmm. that were created with the Big Bang. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not actually the theory. The theory is that poems are better with multiple verses no, in them. No, 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 no. It's no. the multiverse <laughs> hypothesis. <laughs> 
That hey, was uh, Jerry, you're ready for dad jokes. <laughs> you're ready. It is, it is time. He's <laughs> <laughs> got the dad thing down. Oh, um, no, well, so yeah, so he could have taken uh, Picard into uh, an alternate universe and, and let it play out there. Mm. I, you know, I think the fact that he said that, well, you know, you're you're not that important. Yeah, that was that was a good. Yeah, moment. that was good. And it's, it's, so nothing you do here is going to make galaxies collide or what have you. So you know, it's all about you, buddy. He says it's all about you and your peace of mind and whether or not you live or die on the on the operating table in a future time. And so I think it was as real as your so-called. Uh, our so-called uh, reality gets, uh, yeah. according to Q. Mm -hmm. And and, and you got to remember, uh, Q is omnipotent. He can do anything. So yeah. he, he doesn't have to make it a dream. He can make it as real as real is. And it's about as trivial as making it a dream for him. It, it, in, in all actuality, who knows? Maybe it's more complicated to make it an illusion than it is to make it real. Yeah. yeah it's so interesting, Q's... Uh, interest in Picard, isn't it? For somebody that's so omnipotent, like he just loves watching Picard make oh, decisions. He's, he's fascinated by. Picard. He's so fascinated by it, and that's so interesting. I mean, it's a written character, but still, it's not a real yeah, person. Yeah, but it's know. very interesting. Yeah. It's they so like the pilot episode of the show. He does. He makes decisions that surprise him, and when you're omnipotent, you don't expect to be surprised. And so then he's just like, "Well, this guy. I'm going to return to this guy several times." <laughs> well, yeah. The other thing is, is that over time. You don't know that he hasn't gotten, uh, uh, what do I want to say, some sort of affection yeah. for Picard. Uh, you know, I mean, I like my dog. <laughs> <laughs> so Picard is an amusing you, pet in a terrarium that's the size of the Enterprise. Are you exactly. comparing Picard to a dog? No, a pet, perhaps. A pet. <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, he's obviously a, an inferior being compared to Q. Sure. But but Q seems to have a fascination with him. But I, he also did him a favor in this episode. Did he? Uh, well, you know, if I, by making him appreciate his regrets. Well, making him appreciate his life. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. I mean, okay, we all have regrets. We all have things that we all have. Things that we've done in the past that we go, oh man, that was really stupid. I wish I could go back and do it over. And that's what uh, our, my friend Paul said when I told him about this episode. He said, well, there isn't anybody that doesn't wish they could go back and change something. Right. You know, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the story. You might have heard this before. I don't know, but I'll tell it to you again. Um, when I, before I even met your mom, we were getting off work and everybody was like, hey, let's go get breakfast up at the country kitchen. And it, and it was, work is, work at that time was, we were getting off at five o'clock in the morning because I was working late. And I was going to college at the time and I was like in my sophomore year of college and I was young and, and impetuous. And so- Did you fight a Norsican? No, but I almost, I might have, I should have because what I did was I got in the car and we started to drive away 
away and and my the, the windshield fogged up as i was uh-huh. turning a corner and i reached uh, up with my hand to wipe off the windshield and as i was doing that i saw the uh traffic light pole coming at the car and i crashed into the stoplight pole uh-oh and, and totally destroyed, oh, geez. And destroyed my car and destroyed the traffic light pole holy and, cow and i had to you know call the a tow truck and from a nearby payphone talk to the police and yeah and, uh, and then uh, about two weeks later I get a bill from the city for fifteen thousand dollars, and my insurance Jeez. only covered my insurance only covered five. <gasps> Holy uh, crap! So uh, your uncle Bill was working in the factory, and I was working uh, at the grocery store, and I couldn't make ten thousand dollars in. Jeez. Uh, that so sounds like um, you needed Q to help you out there. I did. Yeah. I didn't have Q, but I had my brother, and he said, "Well, come down to the factory." Uh, quit your job, come to the factory, get a full-time job in the factory, and then uh, you can make that money and pay back the city. Well, I did that, and I went to the factory, and now I'm working full-time, 40 hours a week, and going to college. And that kind of worked, but my grades did suffer. They, my grades went down. Did a, a bit. They went down. I don't know. I was getting A's, and then I started getting B's and C's. But still, because I didn't have time to like do my homework. Well, I figured it was because you were smoking all the doobies. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I, no, 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 no. Anyway, no, that's crazy. <laughs> so I see. No, I see the widening guy. of your eyes right there. That was, that was an interesting moment. As playing, but no, Dad, I didn't know that at all. So yeah, so now I'm in the factory, and and I spent a year in the factory, and then uh, I quit because my grades were going down. I quit and went back to the grocery store so I could have a part-time job. Mm-hmm. And um, but. Now I had a record of uh, a lot of money that I made at the factory for one year. And so I went in to get my uh, yearly, um, uh, I had Pell Grants or something, something like that. Oh no. And they said, oh, you made too much money last year. We're not gonna give you this Pell Grant. Uh... Now I had to drop out of college after my junior year. Oh geez. Okay, so I dropped out of college I'm at a part-time job making sneaky money, and uh, so I went, okay, I'll just go back to the factory and make enough money so I can go back to school. Well, that didn't happen. Yeah. Because I just, you know, now I'm making all kinds of money, and I was like, woohoo, let's party. So, uh, so, um, and, but in, in, in the meantime, the important part about that was, Okay, I had a friend, Mike Harris, from uh, Geefman's. He followed me into the factory. He stayed in the factory when I went back to Geefman's, but then when I went back to the factory, he and I, like, reconnected, and we started hanging out more. And that's why I met your mom. Dun, I know this dun, is an episode Twist ending. Wait, okay. Twist ending. So, Mike, Because Mike was friends with John? 
Uh, no, Mike was Mike was living with a friend of John's. Ah, okay. They were, they were sharing an, uh, uh, an apartment or a house. And mm -hmm. so I was hanging out with them. And then John Bowler, uh, John M. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. yeah, I don't think he's no listening to this podcast. No <laughs> so, so, Dad, what... what no, go on, go on. Go, no, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead. Go on. Uh, so what you... <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is, the point I'm trying to make is, would I go back and change that accident? Because that was... Dun, dun, well, you actually ended up finishing school. You well, got a wife later, and kids out of it, you know. Kids out of it. But, but... I don't know. I like spaghetti, and I wouldn't have had any spaghetti if... if... <laughs> If dad well, didn't meet mom, I mean, that's uh, I mean, that's a lifetime of spaghetti that I would not be eating. That's true. That's well, true. you know, that's the thing with that's the same thing with me is, uh, you know, when you're such and such in college student loan debt, you you have to think to yourself and you're like, oh, Shit, what's that? I go hit there, a, are a people, there are so many people that have careers without going to college. So was college really worth all those years of being in debt? And uh, my only, I've got wonderful things from college, but the the main thing is I met Eric, really. So yeah. it's like, it's really hard to think, oh, if I could just go back, as if that opportunity, as if Q, as if Q, as if Q, oh, no names, dad. <laughs> If, if I can piggyback yeah. off of that, I've got, I've got a very similar situation in my past in that, so the, the, the educational path that I really should have gone for in college was graphic design. And I originally started going to supposedly a really good graphic design school. I know a couple of people that graduated from that and they're actually pretty good, pretty good artists. So like, that seems to be that seems to hold true at least in, in my friend's experience and so but instead i wimped out and did not go into the graphic design program because i heard it was super hardcore and i didn't think i was ready for that at the time so i wanted to go the fine art route and i was told by a lot of people that iowa state university which i was going to did not have a very fully formed fine art program at the time and because so much of it was into the design portion of it and so i transferred to university of iowa and not to trash talk university of iowa too much because let, let's let's not get me on that <laughs> i'm just gonna it. say that i was not super impressed with the classes that i took at that college supposedly if you take certain classes you get a lot more out of it i did not take those classes so i don't really feel like i got my money's worth out of that uh, collegiate experience but i did meet my wife there so it's kind of like i can never genuinely say oh man i really shouldn't have done that because yada 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 and then i'm like oh but would i trade having a good career for having like a really good relationship i that's the, i'm pretty sure i'm not gonna make that trade well that's the thing Especially what if she's in is... the room she's like right <laughs> yeah yeah that's the only reason yeah yeah uh, but that's the thing is that like could you do that with every maybe we're all optimists 
uh, maybe that is why if we were to ever pick any point in our life, would we be able to be like, ah, but if that didn't happen, this positive thing wouldn't have happened. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's, there's, there are moments, you know, I, I really can't think of any like big regrets that I'm like, it, the, the thing that, the things that I regret most, the things that I obsess on are the small moments in my life that just make me cringe every time I think of them. And most of the time, I'm pretty sure I'm the only person that remembers those moments. Right. You know what they and say? Don't sweat the small stuff. That's what they say, but I that's sweat a lot of small stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's, that's very common. I do that all the time, too. Oh, yeah. I th- I I'll, see something, I'll see something and it'll remind me of something stupid that I did, and then I'll cringe and I'll go, but then I'll have to go and uh if my therapist is listening this is where i get it from uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know, of the of the three of us um the only one who really needed to meet their uh wife was me because you guys wouldn't be here no well, i was gonna <laughs> say i disagree I mean, that's true. But... I mean, I thought you liked my wife, but you know. <laughs> I was like, I needed to meet. <laughs> and talking trek crumble. <laughs> no, well, I guess what I'm saying is, is that, oh, yeah, but maybe I would have met somebody else that was kind of similar to mom. And, and but, but if I had, uh, who knows if we had had, we, I know. Well, if I had, if if I had, if I had gone and 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 skipped over mom and met somebody else, I mean, I could be divorced by now. Who knows? But, yeah, exactly. Uh, what I do know is I would not have Mike, Jerry, and Bridget. Right. I would. I might have a kid or two or three, but they would not be as cool as us. Jerry, they wouldn't be. As you cool you, as you well, might that's... have. You might have had Gus. <laughs> nope. Uh, oh, yeah, true, maybe. He was, yeah, probably would have had Gus. Uh, you're Gus right. I would trade Gus for... Whatever! What? You would not. <laughs> Gus was... To the people listening, Gus was our dog growing up. Anyway... <laughs> uh, well, that's the thing. That's uh, another, another interesting point, is that Picard gets a moment alone with his college friend... Us, this chick, and uh, he you has know a the moment. one with the name. Yeah, Martha? you know, Martha. She, yeah, oh, it's, yeah, Martha, that's right, right. Martha, whatever. Not Martha, uh, Martha, whatever. Marty. <laughs> okay, okay. So he gets alone. He gets a moment alone with Marty, and he, you know, he's he he's a different. <laughs> yeah, well, which brings up another point. But I'll hold on that one. But um, but you know, and she's just like, wow, you've always been so feisty and so, you know, irresponsible and that's why we're friends, but I really like this responsible side of you. So then they get to making out and all this stuff. But... What's all this stuff? You know, stuff. (laughs) Enough said. Enough said. Moving on. Uh, No, no, no. But the next day, you know, she says to him, she's like, I'm afraid all that making out, because that's all it was. Uh, I'm afraid it's ruined our friendship and this doesn't feel right and that's the thing that's interesting to me is because it's like they were meant to go on certain paths and just because they have this opportunity it doesn't make it right well yeah and he was a different picard too right mm-hmm. so uh you know if she had made out with the you know the happy-go-lucky let's you know 
fight people. Uh, oh yeah, let's fight people. Picard. Let's cheat and fight. She may have felt differently at the end, but the, th the thing about it is, is that uh, yeah, there's always. Um, you know, I wouldn't say there's always unrequited love because I don't really have that in my life. But I'm sure there is for some people. And here's the thing. The, the, the interesting thing about Picard is he never married. He never, right. He but never a, had. He but never apparently had he used to be uh, like Kirk back in the day. Oh, yeah. Well, he probably had dalliances occasionally. Mm -hmm. well, you know, that's another thing that I feel like I you – Q likes to see that side of Picard, which is interesting, because I also rewatched the Robin Hood Picard episode where Picard has to save his maid Marion, and that's another example of like Q is just like I want to see this romance in you, or I want to see you in these opportunities. I think, he, I think Q wants to see, and Jerry, you can agree or disagree, but I, I think Q wants to see Picard make uh, make an idiot of himself. That's probably it. Yeah. He thinks he's such a stuffed shirt anyway, and he wants to put him into situations where he's going to mess up, and he can say, "I told you so." Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I think getting back to the getting back to the episode specifically, uh, I think there is one scene um, that supports uh, this argument I'm about to make in that. Q just wants to see Picard naked because he did <laughs> wake up next to a naked Picard. I'm, and then, I'm, I'm uncovering my yeah, yeah. pulls it up to his neck like, <laughs> like a little schoolgirl. Like like gripping the pearls. Yeah, that was, yeah. That's totally that's totally a Ron Weasley. Oh my gosh, it was very Ren Weasley, yes. And, 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 also in that scene, you saw a hand caress Picard's ear that turned out to be Q's hand, not Marta's hand like we were supposed to believe. He probably has, we talked about Q's affection for Picard earlier. <laughs> Maybe it's a little bit more. Maybe we should all rewatch every single Q episode and in a row and see that that, that blossoming affection but happen in I, front of our eyes. My dog buddy likes me to pet his ears. <laughs> it, that only goes to reinforce... My, uh, my affection original thing that you know Q looks at Picard as if he was a pet as a pet so, so similar to true, sometimes true. sometimes dogs like I, I was reading somewhere whatever that there are a lot of dogs that just do not like hugs they they find them incredibly restrictive and they get like stressed out by them but we but we as monkeys we all kind of like have this innate like uh, I want to wrap you in my huge monkey arms kind of feeling, and so we we put we project that upon the dogs, even though the dogs are like, "This is horrible. Yeah. This is the worst thing ever." So that's basically what Q was doing to Picard. Picard was just like, "This is not how I want you to treat me." <laughs> yeah, you may see you may see other dogs lick my face, but I do not want you to lick my face. <laughs> Well, that could very well be it, and that's why I think that's that's that. So, okay. So anyway, um, we've gone through, you know, and I told you uh, a, a little story about my uh, my beginnings and how how I met your mother. Um, but yeah, I, I think I think it's very true. It's a universal concept. 
uh, well, it's not universal, but it, I think most people would like to change something in their past. But I also think since it's impossible, it's a moot point. Well, much like what we talked about last week, you got to focus on the present. Well, yeah, you do have to focus on the present. And, you know, and I'm glad I had the past that I had, uh, even though, I mean, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not a manager, I, but I don't see myself just because I'm not a captain. I don't see myself as, as a man of bereft of passion or imagination. You know. Well, yeah, yeah. But that was a very specific circumstance that we were, that the episode was talking about, at least. Well, that was that's specific to Picard, but then again, that was specific again, to him. Yeah, but then again, Picard again didn't have the the wonderful life that I had or have uh, because he didn't have uh, three smaller versions of himself and his and his spouse. Well that he, you know, nurtured and put manure on and let them grow into nice flowers. You smeared manure on us? Is that how I got children, huh? Is, is that how I got all of my freckles? Uh, well. uh, Actually, those came from, I think, spatter. I think the freckles came from a, uh, uh, an episode from the and, uh, of Son of of no sunblock on uh, uh, when we went to Adventureland, but that's another story. I, I, I was wondering if it was Adventureland. I, I was wondering if I remembered that correctly. I remember. Well, I remember you getting burnt at uh, Wacky Waters. Oh, there's been plenty of burns in my life. <laughs> yeah. Burn! There, there's been, there have me. been burns, and I remember each and every uh, one of them. I remember Except having for that first one. Yeah. yeah. But here, but the thing is, is that um, uh, in the long run, you know, where, when it comes to my children or my family is concerned, you guys really should know that I'm never going to let you down. Uh -oh. You're never, never going to give you up. No. Why would you rickroll us right now? <laughs> dad, dad, that is I'm that is a letdown. Okay. Okay. That's okay. Well, you know, if if I if I may bring up something that that reinforces that that quality that you are that you are speaking to, um, I, you know, in in another quote episode. Na labeled Star Trek Generations, uh, Picard has a bit of an emotional breakdown because uh, basically he's losing all of his family and he's the last yep. last Picard. And I won't Good I goal. won't speak to exactly what it, it was no, a powerful moment for me. You know, there's the, yeah, he does get when yeah he finds out that the Picard name is dead. There's no more yeah. there's no more Picards. That fills him with a lot of emotion, which is maybe one reason why he has such an affection. For for data because data has been very childlike in a lot of his sort of experiences with the new world and constantly like especially with his emotion chip stuff that that they get into from time to time uh you know it's it, he's he's kind of an innocent that uh picard always had an especial affection for i i understand that relationship perfectly because i have a a, a real affection for my coffee maker 
Oh yeah. <laughs> How dare so, you? So data How makes How dare Picard's... you? <laughs> so is data always behind the wall, right behind his replicator? <laughs> yeah, he's just, like, he's just there making coffee. Jerry, he's Jerry, do you watch? Yeah. Earl Grey. Jerry, do you watch? Uh, do you watch Silicon Valley? I've seen a few episodes. I still haven't like uh, sat down and watched all of them, but I really like the ones that I have seen. Uh, okay. Well, never mind. Sorry. Well, yeah, never mind. Uh, moving along. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't. For, for those listening, Bridget was about to make an obscure reference. Was about to make an obscure reference. <laughs> well, there was a reference I thought of that I felt like maybe you would know. Uh, which was, I felt like the Norsicans or Nausicans or whatever they were. Yeah, the Nausicans. They really... They were Vikings. Yeah. Uh, nauticals. Uh, Nautilus. We, Norsemen. <laughs> uh, I thought they really reminded me of Billy from Hocus Pocus, the zombie. Oh, yeah. Hocus Pocus. And, uh, I, and then I thought about how, I don't know if Dad remembers that movie, no, I, I remember that movie. But I remember everyone got to go see Jurassic Park, but me. And Ooh. so I said, Dad, can we go see Hocus Pocus? And you said, no. And I said, Dad, can we see, Rook- can we see Rookie of the Year? No. <laughs> you said all no to all of like the kids' movies I wanted to see. And then so we saw Snow White. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Which was great. But I even in the middle of the theater, in the middle of the movie, I was like, Everyone else is watching Jurassic Park right now. <laughs> Bridget, I didn't want you scarred for life because when I went to see Jurassic Park, I went with uh, some people from work because my boss said we needed a, a um, team building day. Nah, team building, yeah. We needed a team building day, and he said, I'm going to take everybody to the movies this afternoon. <laughs> Let's That's all so sit awesome. in a dark room, stare at something other than our, uh, each other. Well, they all experience <laughs> something together. Yeah. We, yeah. Something together. I'm sure there was much contemplation and discussion afterwards. Well, I think there was, but I don't remember that as much as I remember. I just remember the first five minutes of that, that movie being very, very intense and when i came home i talked about it with your mom and we both agreed as parental units Uh Mm -hmm. that it was too much for little bridget (laughs) veto veto uh well well thankfully when it came out on vhs and we got it for christmas like the next year, then I watched it. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> eight and nine. Year. Eight and nine is a big difference. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, if you ask an, uh, a nine-year-old, like, hey, has the last year been very significant? They will absolutely agree with you. <laughs> What's significant? <laughs> I got, I got a, I got a bicycle this year. Oh man, oh, yeah, it's yeah. changed everything. I can go yeah. get ice cream by myself with the money that I don't have. <laughs> you can make your allowance and such. But uh, all right, do you guys have any other uh, any other last oh, points? I, I can Can I? Can I uh, bring a question to the table? Yeah. Uh, if it was an illusion, 
then that makes sense that Picard ultimately survived. But if it was not an illusion, did Q take pity on Picard and allow him to live after all? That I did have that question written down. It did Q or, save him. Number th- yeah, number three, was he going to survive anyway? And Q was just messing with him. Regardless. Right. If 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 we think Q did this in reality, this really happened. It wasn't a dream. Yeah. Did Q intervene, or did he just kill some time before Picard felt better? You know. Yeah. Uh, I don't mess around with Buddy's head <laughs> a lot. You're not Q. Sometimes. Maybe a little. Hey, as far as Buddy's concerned, I am in. I'm impossible. No, I'm imp- not. I'm not impotent. I'm, uh, <laughs> immortal. No, I'm not immortal. I'm omnipresent. I am omni something. I am. I'm the most powerful guy in the universe, and you know why? In Buddy's universe. In Buddy's universe, yeah. You know why? You give him food. Uh, that's right. He get he gets food from me. Yep. And therefore. I'm the most important person around. And sometimes and sometimes your hand moves very quickly and it looks like you threw something and I run over to the place where it's supposed to go and it's not there. It must have disappeared from existence. Yeah. Where did it go? That's how well, I am. Amazing. Well, listeners, listeners, let us know what you think. Do you think Q saved Picard? Write us at say underscore hi at talkingtrek.com. <laughs> I I think Picard was going to live anyway, but or he was. It was a fifty-fifty. He looked like a fifty-fifty bar. Well, perhaps his uh, his happiness uh, and will to live pushed him over the edge to live. Could have. It could have been anything. Could have been anything. Yes. So I know we haven't really covered a lot of the specifics. Yeah. But let's yeah, let's go ahead and. But I think we've covered a lot of the episodes. Uh, we, yeah, we got we got the important points. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, we we all love the part where he comes in with the with the roses and says, "Is there John Luck Pickard here?" Yeah. <laughs> that's and my favorite. That, that's a that's that's oh, cute. On the wall? Is that on the wall? That's that's on my wall of quotes. Okay. Yeah. Hey, uh, that, John Luck. That is that is the, the like that's probably the single line that made me love this episode when I probably saw it when I was like ten years old. Yeah, and, and know. you know just the, all the themes that we've been talking about is why I continued to like this episode. But it definitely yeah. reminded oh. me of like at least you and me, maybe you, me, and Michael, like definitely laughing. Oh, jeez, we yeah. we we just tortured that line yeah. but but there's also see I liked you know penny for your thoughts yeah that was a good <laughs> did, did they write yeah. her character name as penny just oh that joke? I think they could do that there, yeah, there was also that moment question. I can't remember exactly what in reference to but uh, Q was talking about something with Picard when there when the, somebody was playing Dom Jot and he just kind of like briefly pats his oh, chest yeah, with, like, with his fist and goes like get like, you right there doesn't it right oh god that's so good in, in reference realize. to like the inevitable like, oh my god yeah which that stab through the heart 
that was Ooh. vicious. Look, like oh, that. Yeah. You could you could feel it. <laughs> like it's. Oh, uh. here's the thing. Here's the really crazy part. Okay, when it happened to him as a young man, he looked down and laughed. Yeah. Okay. When it happened to him again, he looked down and laughed. But did he laugh because he was cocky? No. Did he laugh because he said, oh, I'm back on the same track again. I got stabbed because, in other words, that whole thing that went on with Q really did happen in Picard's past. Or was this this such an elaborate joke on Q's part that— Picard finally got the punchline at that moment. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's the cosmic joke thing. Huh. Oh, oh, never mind. Yeah, that's, but that, like, that stab, like, that immediately would make me so terrified to have that happen again. And, like, I lived through that once yep. and it was awful. I, God, I cannot let that happen again. <laughs> you yeah. know? Which wanted it to happen again because. But then he had to have it happen again. That's. Have it happen that's because, you know, just, he is the bravest, the bravest soul. All I, I know. Yeah. That, that's, I, I have to, if I go back in time, I have to run into that television. I have to get stabbed through the heart again in order to be the man I want to be. Right. Like, that's... And, and if somebody all right, said, may we all somebody be... said you don't run into that telephone pole, but you'll you'll miss out on, on Jerry, Bridget, and Mike... You'd be like, who the hell are they? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure whatever kids I'll I have mean, will be just as good as them. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. College degree. Woo! Maybe I one of them woo-hoo! will become the next Elon Musk. <laughs> uh, they better, they better invent a longer-lasting light bulb or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ooh, Saving Private Ryan reference. There, there we go. All oh, right, Dad. If I if I can bring up one last thing. One last thing. It's just just I. I never know how much time we've we've. Spent. I'm pretty sure we're done, but go ahead. Oh, we're we're totally done, but don't don't worry. This no, is we're not. a required discussion. <laughs> I, it, it's one of my favorite things about Star Trek. One of my favorite things to hate is uh, the fight choreography, which in this episode was actually better than a lot of. Uh, like they really sold the fact that Picard she even knew got how some to punches fight. In. Yeah. yeah. So like, especially yeah, but, with that. Yeah, but Marty, Marty should have been able to kick some butt. She did a little bit. She got right. thrown against the wall and like, oh, now I'm down. Yeah, but she get, she did get a punch in. But uh, specifically, it's the fight <laughs> when when they're still in sort of like the afterlife hazy part with, oh, where yeah. the background is all white. That that guy that they had jump in as Pic- young Picard. Um, that that was a that was a good good little fight scene. Uh, but it did have that one classic two hand fist punch. I know that, that Star like, Trek loves to do. That. Just like and you know, I've I've done a little bit of karate in my past, and I. Every time I see that, I'm like, oh, there goes a bunch of broken fingers. Oh, yeah, man. Like, I can't imagine that being actually effective or, like, not uh, hurting You were a black belt, were you not, Jerry? Well, I got the introductory <laughs> black belt. Well, but, uh, you know, that's, I, I thought, that's yeah. a long time ago. The kimchi black belt. Yes, I, I ate lots of kimchi, and that's how I got it. That's right. <laughs> I think you're mixing and matching. I'm pretty sure that's uh, the taekwondo. That, yeah, right. Uh, uh, kimchi black belt? Uh, no. Uh, it was sushi that got me the karate. The <laughs> there you go. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, all right, Dad. Uh, are you? Uh, 
Uh, well, that's a... wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do you, is have... there something you feel like you have to do? <laughs> yeah, interesting Star Trek facts. All right, one quick one. You can oh, do I'm one. Done. You can do one. Oh, do one. not quick enough. <laughs> We're done. Okay, Simon Pegg. What about him? Today is Star Wars Day. Right. Today is May the Fourth be with you. I'm gonna right. go. I'm gonna go. Be with you. With you. Oh. Okay. Simon Pegg is one of 15 actors that have crossovers from Star Trek. To uh, Star Wars. One of 15. Yeah. That's actually they're a most, lot. They're mostly voice actors. Oh sure. And there's a ton of them in um, the the animated series Clone Wars. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. Uh, and that includes people like uh, George Takai and and what have you. What a good sport. Cool. But Simon Pegg is one of the few that have actually a live role in both Star Trek. And Star Wars. Yeah, that's pretty good. What role was it? Well, he was, you know, we know him as Scott uh, in, in the new If Star people Trek. don't know, then I don't want them to listen to this podcast. <laughs> well, I don't remember him being in Star Wars. He's also... He's the guy. Oh, oh he's yeah. that guy. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Yes, but he's also... Uh, the guy with the hair? Blonde, the A junk monger. On Jakku. One. Oh. Portion. It's Chris Platt. I forgot that. It's because he's like got Ugar, tons Ugar of prosthetics. Platt. He's got tons Ugar of Platt. makeup on. But yeah, yeah. And then beat him a little bit too. So um, yeah, that's a Star Wars day. Uh, that's a good one. And I got to say this. Um. Bridget's favorite coffee person that comes in came into her coffee shop. Oh yeah, Babu. Oh, Babu did come in. Yes, yeah, Babu. He, he was on Deep Space Nine. Oh yeah, that's a Seinfeld crossover. And and he played uh, Doctor uh, Julian's uh, father. Oh, that guy. Okay, on Deep Space Nine, but he oh, was also sure. he was also a Jedi Knight in Clone Wars. Oh, geez. Uh, okay. So there you go. Well, there okay. you go. Uh, well, uh, there's a, I'll put a link to this page that has a whole list. The biggest oh, one. Yeah, put the, the link up. One, the biggest crossover, and this goes to a, an episode Bridget already mentioned. Oh. Pid. Great. Okay. The guy okay. that played uh, in, in that episode of Star Trek Next Generation, Cupid, the guy that played uh, Guy of Gisborne. Oh, yeah. Also played the original Emperor in the original movie, Empire Strikes Back. No way. Yes way. Whoa. Interesting Star Trek facts brought to you by, okay. my, friend, by my friend. And I give a shout out to friend and, and listener, Jeff M. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by? Did he give us money? I don't think so. No, he didn't. But he gave. But he gave. He me suggested. Oh, okay. Really cool. Uh, Star Trek. Well, thank well, you. If we don't mention his last thank you, name. Jeff. Yeah. Does is his account? Yeah. How can he possibly get all the beautiful like exposure from right. it? Uh, yeah. Well, he didn't give me any money. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. Well, Thank you. All right. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> uh, and thank you, Jerry, for joining us on episode oh, wait, 10. Wait, 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 wait
red, red shirt time. Oh, you got a red shirt? Oh, I've been waiting for this. I've been saving some of my drink for this. Oh, my goodness. I got some. Who's your red shirt? Who's your red shirt? Oh, the only person that dies in this episode, and that is Captain Picard. Oh. I, I was going to yep. suggest that, but he doesn't die on the end. Dad. Oh, I'm pretty sure he died Suck, for a moment. Sucked it. Sucked it. Uh, <laughs> let's raise a glass to Captain Picard at the beginning of the episode. Uh, who comes back to life? Because right I said, well, you yeah. know. Nothing's perfect. May he rest in peace for the, that uh, whole episode. Uh, two or four minutes that he was dead. Yes. Okay. I'll, I'll go for that. Here we go. Cheers. Thank you, Jerry. Thank, Thank you, Jerry. And we also forgot to say... That, what the next uh, episode is. This episode was brought to you by... Uh-oh. Oh, man. Dilithium crystals. Oh, yeah? Again? If you want crystals, think dilithium. <laughs> <laughs> not not monolithium. Oh, man. Uh, not, you know not that cheap crap. Oh, yeah. Those are, like, totally inferior. Oh. Totally inferior. Wait, Dad, I wouldn't what? feed my dog monolithium. <laughs> no. Dad, what episode are we doing next? What episode are we doing next? You don't know, well, do you? Uh... Oh, okay. So, uh, the next episode—I don't know—I don't know. Better be a good one. Oh, it's—it's it's the best episode. It's the episode everybody loves. Uh oh, so much more Picard. It's going to be loaded with Picard. It's going to be excellent. Is it Picard? Is it all of these more Picard than you're ever going? Oh my gosh! It's been an hour and a half. Is it so much Picard that it's overflowing from the inside? Overflowing (laughs) from the inside. It's an inner light, so to speak. Oh, really? Yes. Inner space is inner light. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Season five. Episode 25 of Next Generation. Okay. Good episode. The Inner Light. If you haven't gotten enough of Picard. It's not the There Are Four Lights episode, is it? Is that a different one? Okay. Okay, this is the one. This is the one that Chris Hardwick just like uh, drools over. Oh, really? Oh, it's yeah. the, it's a it's a fan favorite. It's All right, I'm into favorite. it then. Totally, totally fan favorite. So um, now let's talk about it for the next hour. Okay, let's go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Dad, what do you say we end this thing? Make it so. farted not me yeah there you go mm-hmm. that's gonna be uh <laughs> 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 <laughs>